right, welcome to another edition of Viking 360. Mike Rubin along with Brian Johnson. And uh, Brian, we're up to 124 of these babies now. That's insane, Rube, to think about how many uh, episodes have been rolled out for Viking 360, but we're happy to still be doing them. And as of uh, this week, this weekend, spring has sprung. When it comes to uh, spring sports, uh, the Lady Vikings softball team starts their season on Thursday night up in Parkersburg. And um, they have a coaching staff consisting of uh, Kenny, Ken Swisher, who's been there for a number of years, uh, assisted by Bobby Ratloff. He has two new helpers this year, uh, Kelsey Moore Martin. Uh, she was an outstanding player uh, for the Lady Vikings and went on and played down at uh, WVU Tech in Beckley. And, uh, and his son, Kenny Swisher, who was an outstanding baseball player at Ripley High, uh, he's on the squad, on the uh, staff this year as well. Be great to have the new additions uh, to that staff, Rube, and obviously what Kelsey will be able to bring uh, in, in her experience as a player at high school and college level uh, to this relatively young roster will be beneficial. And you have an interview uh, with a lady Viking standout. Yeah, the starting center fielder. She's going to be asked uh, to pitch a little bit this year as well. The power hitter. Ellie Hershey, I had a chance to sit down and chat with her. And, uh, you know, she talked, Rube, about last year and and how exciting the season was and then how abruptly it ended uh, in the postseason, losing to the eventual state champion in in Cabell Midland. Uh, But she's really excited to get back out there this week and get the season started. Moving on to Viking baseball, and what an interesting coaching staff that they have with the baseball team. Shane Casto was an All-State shortstop. For the Vikings. Gary Bernard was an All-State infielder for the Nitro Wildcats. And Frankie Cummings was an All-State uh, pitcher and, and hitter for the Vikings. And he is our interview uh, in this episode. Uh, he played some pro ball up in uh, Jamestown, New York, and uh, he handles the the Viking pitchers. And uh, it will be interesting to see what happens this year. I think he plans on pitching uh, by committee as opposed to a pitching a rotation. Yeah, I think they're ready, Rube, to get back out there and, and atone for last season. They were all disappointed uh, with how last season unfolded. And, you know, these are all really competitive guys, as you can tell, all staters. And, uh, you know, I think their their numbers are down a little bit from a roster perspective, but I think they're really excited about what they have from an athletic standpoint. It's a very athletic team. And the middle school team uh, won their conference championship a year ago, and they're off to a fantastic start uh, they opened uh, they 10-run Winfield in their season opening game. They have a game on Friday evening against the Polka Dots, so it'll be uh, interesting to see uh, how that team shapes up this year. Young Vikings coming up. We look forward to seeing them this year and what they're able to do, and then obviously we're going to see more and more of them over the coming seasons. The Viking track teams, they'll open up on Saturday down at Lady Field in Charleston, and big numbers uh, for the Viking track teams this year. The girls have seven seniors and ten freshmen on their team, and the boys' track team has nine seniors on their squad. So uh, a very experienced uh, both boys' and girls' track teams at Ripley High. You look at those numbers, Rube, and it's hard to hide from the fact that that's a product of winning. Uh, When you're a successful program, the kids come out and they get excited to be a part of it. And boy, what a job Crystal Cunningham has done. She's been fantastic. I had a chance to sit down with her this week and talk about the upcoming season, what they have on both the boys and the girls' side. And 
She's itching for another state championship, Rube. It's been a couple of years. So, uh, I, and I, it was funny. I asked her, uh, can we call Ripley High School a track school? So you'll get to hear her talk about that uh, in, in the interview. And uh, Steve Hunt is now the uh, head coach of uh, the Viking tennis teams. Welcome back uh, to Steve. He's been with the program before. But two interesting characters on that Viking tennis team in Carter Cochran and Cole Neal. They're both seniors. They're both on the track teams and the tennis teams. And uh, Carter Cochran, he is also on the academic team at Ripley High. And Cole Neal is also on the robotics team. So two guys certainly who make the most of their high school experience. And they don't know what free time is, Rube. There's no way those two kids doing what they do on the athletic uh, field and then also getting their schoolwork. And we know both of them are very uh, intelligent young men, uh, have a whole lot of free time, Ruben. Piggybacking off the tennis side, I had a chance to chat with Torin Scholl, who arguably one of the top uh, players individually in the region uh, in tennis. And this is the most difficult region in the state of West Virginia from a tennis standpoint. And, Rube, she's uh, interested uh, in really trying to make a run at the state tournament this year. And speaking of tennis, I had a conversation with a former Viking tennis player. Most people remember him for his football career. But J.J. Mahan uh, also played, uh, it was a four-year letterman in tennis in addition to uh, playing football. And I had a conversation with him. He's taking on a new career working down at uh, WCHF's uh, WVAH as a news producer in the uh, Charleston market. And Rube, I can't help but think how proud his grandfather would be of him uh, taking on this new role. Uh, JJ, just a, a really great personality, a great guy to be around, uh, and a lot of fun, Rube. I know he's going to do great things in that new position. And it's all made possible by our friends at Viking, uh, RipleyVikings.com. They'll have all the Viking apparel that you need to wear to the various uh, sporting events of this spring, including t-shirts, hats, sweatshirts, and shorts. And don't forget the coupon code VIKING360 to get 15% off of your next order. As we hear in this interview with Brian Johnson, Ripley High track and field coach Crystal Cunningham is expecting good things this spring. Literally. All right, welcome back to Ripley High School. Joined now by uh, the track coach, the Highly decorated track coach and Crystal Cunningham, couple state championships under the belt. Crystal, good to be with you. Thanks for having me. Hey, first of all, congratulations. You are expecting once again. Uh, how are you doing there and how excited uh, are you and Jason to welcome another Cunningham into the fold? We're definitely excited. Um, this is a girl this time, so it's definitely going to be different. I'm kind of scared about that a little bit, but I know <laughs> God has a plan, so that's all that matters. Um, I'm actually 37 weeks, so it could be any day. Wow. Um, yeah, so I'll have to miss a few weeks of track. Hopefully not much more than that, but we'll see what happens. It's all right. Jason can can pull up the slack while you're gone, correct? That's and right, and he will be expected to. <laughs> <laughs> He's figured that out by now by being a father, so that's just part of it. But oh, congratula yeah. congratulations <laughs> to you guys. I know it's a very exciting time for you. Thank you. Tell me about your track team. Speaking of uh, exciting, uh, you guys won the state championship on the girls' side in 18 and 19. Didn't have a uh, meet in 20 because of COVID, and then last year, uh, fell short, but uh, you return a lot of talent uh, on the girls' side. 
Yeah, I mean, even though we'll definitely miss those seniors that we had last year, we definitely returned a lot of talent. Um, we have Ellie back this year, and she's doing awesome in practice. Super proud of her. So many new freshmen coming up that have a ton of talent, and it's awesome to just see those new faces and to see how hard they're working and just the love that they have for the sport as well. Um, should have some good relays, good distance. Um, just we should be pretty good all around. We have our pole vaulters that returned, and um, very, very excited about the season. Crystal, tell me uh, what it's like. And we, we've talked about this in the past, but, you know, you and your husband kind of a, a team joint effort. He pretty much takes care of the guy's side. But you guys pull slack for each other. Uh, how gratifying has that been for you over the last few years to be able to accomplish so many great things with him alongside of you? You know, it is awesome. Um, he's We're not just married, but he's my best friend. So just to have your best friend um, there alongside of you to, you know, do something that you love so much and just kind of bring him into the sport and just be there to lean on each other. It it seriously means the world. There's, there's nothing like it. So you guys uh, get things started uh, on Saturday. I believe that would be the 19th uh, down at, at Laidley Field. Yes, sir. Talk about... Talk about uh, that meet, what uh, getting off to a good start will be for you guys on, on both sides, and uh, just how excited you are to get back to competition. You know, we're real excited. Um, that meet's going to be a little bit different. It's actually just a warm-up meet, and we're sharing it with the middle school. Um, so there's, I think, seven high school teams and about the same middle school. Um, it'll be alternating different events. Um, so it's probably going to be a pretty long meet, but Super excited to see how the high schoolers do. And it'll be fun to even share that meet with the Ripley Middle School they're going to. Um, so just to be there and support each other. Um, really looking forward to um, relays and just to see how some of our field events do. Um, I know on the boys' side, we have Frankie Winter coming up, or Frankie Winter um, back this year, who is throwing amazing, like doing extremely well. Did, had a great few meets during indoor season. Um, so really anxious to see how the field events do this first meet. Crystal, you talk, you hear coaches uh, at all levels and all various sports talk about building a winning culture. And you guys have done that in relatively short notice. You had a, a, a pretty good uh, baseline to work with when you guys took over. But still, you have done a fantastic job of building a culture of winning uh, and winning the right way at Ripley High School. Talk about what that means to you guys. You know, it does mean a lot. And it's not it's not easy to do. Um, you know, you have no matter what team you're on, you there's always conflict and you just have to be able to solve that conflict and be able to get everybody on the same level and realize that even though it's an individual sport, it's also a team sport. So we have to have that team culture and it is extremely important to us to just be respectful of each other, cheer each other on and just, you know, have that just that team bond. It, it's extremely important. The kids know how important it is to me. And, you know, we just continue to strive to that. You hear, uh, you hear a lot on social media times that when schools will uh, call themselves a football school, we're a basketball school, we're a baseball school. I think you guys could uh, put a, a pretty good stamp on Ripley High School being a track and field school. I mean, I like the sound of that. I like that. <laughs> that sounds good to me. <laughs> that's that's something good to uh I mean again that goes along with building that culture and and the kids want to be a part of that and when they work hard in the off season and, and through the 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 season itself it means something to them. So the competition becomes a little more important to them. 
Absolutely. And along with that team culture, I mean, we want the kids to know that they, we also want them to have fun. So yes, there is, you know, there's that level of hard work and everything that we expect, but we also want them to have fun and just be able to share that with their teammates. Okay. Before I let you go, do we have a name picked out for daddy's little girl yet? Actually, yes, it's Oakley Ray. <laughs> well, outstanding. Well, if we don't talk to you between now and then, best of luck. We hope everything goes well uh, in the delivery and uh, mommy and uh, Oakley are <laughs> Thank you. home and healthy real soon. And best of luck to you guys on Saturday. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Baseball season is here and Viking assistant coach Frankie Cummings has been getting the pitchers ready. The former pro baseball player says his pitching staff will be more like a committee than a pitching rotation. Talking with the Viking baseball pitching coach, Frankie Cummings, who's played a little professional baseball in his day. Uh, Frankie, uh, worked with the Viking pitchers. Tell me, how was the staff uh, shaping up this spring? I'm pretty pleased with what I see so far. we got a lot of guys that throw strikes. Uh, we're going to put pressure on hitters. Uh, no one's really overpowering or somebody that I would say is, you know, going to go out there and dominate. But if uh, if they hit their spots and, and throw strikes and put the ball where we want to and make the hitter earn their, their way to the base, I think that uh, we're going to be fine. And uh, tell us uh, name-wise uh, who you look for to be uh, in the rotation and who you look for to be to come out of the Viking bullpen. Well, typically we've had a rotation, but... I don't know this year if you could say we're going to have one. Uh, I think early on we're going to try and maybe pitch somebody just every other inning, every inning to every other inning, make a change, uh, and then see how things shape up. You know, these kids grow up nowadays playing travel ball to where they're only allowed like six innings a tournament, so they only throw one or two innings at a time. And the days of having a pitcher just go out there and throw seven innings and shut out, and you really don't want that until you get somebody that's like a senior junior, senior, and times are just different, so we're adjusting to it, and we'll see what kind of swings the hitters or the opposition are taking and what kids we think are good matchups for them, and we'll rotate them in uh, in key spots and see how it goes. So I don't think there'll be one single day that we say, okay, this guy's throwing the day, and you know, we'll, we'll go from there, but there's a lot of good pitchers. I mean, we don't have a lot of players on the team and I think all 10 of them will be at 10 to 12 of them will be out there pitching at different times. Well Frankie, uh, starting with the seniors, tell us uh, who's going to be involved and we'll just go uh, right down. Well Brad, ha Brad Hassens will pitch for us. You know, He typically didn't pitch his first few years but he pitched some last year and did well at times. He's going to be a kid, you know, he's a wrestler, he's got the right mentality, he's going to go out there and throw strikes and battle for you and he's not going to give in, he's going to make them earn it and uh, we're going to uh, Use him. I see him starting games because he's also the catcher, and uh, and then you have uh, Pe uh, Colton Pepper's going to come in and pitch when needed. Uh, he'll be in there probably later in the games, and then uh, it'll just go on down. You'll have Will Haynes. You'll have uh, Kay Good, uh, Isaiah Casto, Caleb Swisher. Um, Jackson Curry, Alec Vance. I mean, I'm probably missing some there, but Gatlin Donahue is going to play a big role. Uh, we're going to just do it by committee and just see how it works, and, and they'll prove things along the way. They'll prove who needs to be out there the most and who don't. And, Frankie, just basically tell us uh, if you could wrap up in a sentence or two, what is your philosophy 
on pitching. How do you get batters out? Well, I tell you, I like to just put the pressure on the hitter. A high school hitter will get himself out. If you throw strikes, he will get himself out. If you keep the ball down, and uh, you know, one thing that I'm really proud of over the years here is the no hitters that we've thrown, and we've thrown a lot of those with guys that did not even throw 80 miles an hour. If you hit the glove and change the speeds and, and do the, the system that we have in place, we will win games. The problem happens is when we get three ball counts or we walk guys and and we don't we nibble and we don't want to come to a hitter until it's a hitter's count. And it's just it's just simple. I mean just just pound the strike zone early, make them earn it, put the pressure on the hitter, don't matter how hard you throw, you know, throw it in there, dare him to hit it, uh, and uh, we'll go from there. Just have a lot of courage out there is what I like. Mountaintop Media is the official live stream provider of Ripley High School Athletics. Mountaintop Media offers a variety of services, including logo design, photography, videography, audiovisual setup, consulting, and web design. If you're beginning your climb to the peak of success, Mountaintop Media has you covered. Mountaintop Media, your vision through our lens. Go to mtmedia304.com to learn more. Former Viking athlete J.J. Mahan had a college career that took him from New York to Los Angeles, but he's now back close to home. As we hear in this conversation with Mike Rubin, he recently took a job with a Charleston TV station. All right, J.J. Mahan is our guest on Viking 360, and J.J. Uh, was, a, of course, a Viking athlete back in his high school days, uh, graduating with the class of 2016. He uh, played on the Viking football team, of course, and was also a member of a spring sport team. He was a member of the Viking tennis team. So, uh, J.J., tell us about that tennis career that you had at, uh, for the Vikings. Mike, uh, I appreciate you having me. Uh, uh, my tennis career, I was a four-year uh, letterman. Had, had some some fun times. It was, it was great. I originally started doing tennis uh, because... Uh, my dad wanted me to have something for uh, footwork with football and uh, ended up falling in love with tennis also. So ended up being a nice second sport for me. <laughs> and, J.J., you had an interesting collegiate career. It took you uh, from New York City to California, literally from coast to coast, uh, and uh, involving uh, in, in the, the, the theatrical side of things uh, and including uh, some uh, a few musical uh uh, performances that you had uh, I'd like to know a little bit about that and then tell us about uh, how that evolved into your current position at WCHS TV yeah uh, well I mean I started uh, an acting career and uh, went to the New York Film Academy and then uh, worked on my acting craft while there and then uh, went to a degree program in Los Angeles uh, through the New York Film Academy and through that I I uh, did acting and then some musical performances and some Shakespeare performances. And uh, I then got to learn uh, the other side of film and television, and that is uh, producing and directing and, and writing uh, screenplays. And uh, that really piqued my interest. And uh, I had an opportunity uh, from Mark Martin. He called me and 
wanted me to go for this job at WCHS, and um, I had studied producing, and uh, it was more on the film side instead of the, the news side, but uh, it was a lot of the same skills, and I was really uh, intrigued by the challenge, and I've loved every second of it. So, J.J., uh, just walk us through... Uh I know in the news business, there's probably no such thing as a typical day, but just tell us uh, what are some of the things that you uh, deal with on a day-to-day basis uh, down at Channel 8? Well, uh, at WCHS, uh, I deal with, obviously we deal with breaking news uh, all the time. Um, you know, we're always constantly, you know, looking for uh, the top story, seeing, you know, kind of what's going on in the community uh, good and bad, you know, so if there's a, a shooting, uh, on the west side of Charleston, or if there's a, a harvest festival in, in Ravenswood, uh, you know, we're, we're covering all of that. So, um, so pretty much each day I just, uh, come in and, and, uh, we have like databases and we have, uh, uh, people that contact us that are out in the field, like getting information for us. And, uh, we compile stories together from there and kind of put it in an order. And then, uh, we write a show every day and, uh, then we, uh, produce the show, uh, at the allotted times, uh, that you can see WCHS or on Fox 11. Uh, yeah, and then you just uh, do it all over again. <laughs> yeah, and you told us, uh, you mentioned Mark Martin, but uh, and you talked about the, the news side of it, but uh, do you actually do anything involved with the, the sports there at the TV station? I, I do do some work for uh, Friday Night Rivals. Uh, that's really the first uh, glimpse I had with WCHS uh, a few years ago. Uh, Mark Martin had asked me to be uh, his statistician, uh, for games and uh, really enjoyed doing that and I look forward to continuing to work with Friday Night Rivals and uh, Friday Night Football Extra moving forward. Fantastic, J.J. Thank you so much. Congratulations on the, uh, the next step in your career and uh, thanks for talking with us. Thank you so much, Mike. Appreciate you guys. Ripley High tennis standout Torin Scholl is back to lead the Lady Vikes this spring. Guiding her along the way is assistant coach and her grandmother, Jenny Scholl. Talk to me a little bit about your background in tennis. I know that when you think of the Scholl family, you think of tennis. Uh, that's one of the sports of the many that, that uh, your family's been involved in. But how, how did you get your start uh, with uh, playing tennis? Um. It was basically the first sport I ever played whenever I was, like, five, maybe. And my dad just brought me out to the courts, and we just hit. So I feel like I've played for as long as I can remember. Now, your grandmother is an assistant coach on the team this year. Is that correct? Yeah. What is that like, uh, playing with family being a coach? Um, I love my grandma. I think she's the best person in the whole entire world, and it is so much fun. Tell me about last year, Torn. You had a really good year. Um, you know, you're just a, an athlete, uh, not just a tennis player, but an athlete. And, and people don't realize uh, what great athletes tennis uh, players are. I mean, you watch these professionals play on television. You don't really get a grasp on just uh, how athletic they are. But, wow, 
did you ever have a great year last year? And I think a lot of that has to do with your athleticism. Yeah, last year was definitely the best year that I've had so far. There was a lot, you know, lost a few, but that's okay because I also, like, won one of the biggest matches that there was. So I was really proud of that. And hopefully this year there will be more wins. <laughs> what did you do in the off season to improve and what were some of the things uh, that you focused on uh, to get better into this year? Um, I go up to the Charleston Tennis Center and hit there. There's a clinic with a bunch of kids that are my age and we all just hit up there. Um, and mainly I just like to hit, like I like to play against people and, you know, what's, what's, your, what's your strength, your serve, your backhand, forehand, um, whatever. It like, is what? my backhand. So, so tell me you're, you're getting, I think, I believe you have a scrimmage this week and then the season opens next week. Uh, where are you right now? Do you feel like you're in peak form or, uh, you kind of working your way into that? Um, I think I'm working my way into it. <laughs> If if uh, you had to write a, a perfect script on how this season would end, I'm sure it, it would be with you hoisting uh, the state championship uh, in the team and the individual side of things. This is the hardest region in the state of West Virginia, the one that you're in. Uh, Cabell Midland, Huntington, you name it. All the big schools, they have all the, the accomplished uh, players in it. And, and I feel like you probably feel like you're one of those names that uh, – and that can be up there and challenge for a, a position in the state tournament this year. Yeah, that's the main goal is just to get there. The winning at all is a big uh, step, but right now just is the goal. How hard is it uh, to stay in and locked in when you know there's going to be ups and downs throughout the season and this is it for you, your senior year? Uh, probably just trying to soak it all in, right, every day and just, just take it as it comes. Exactly. <laughs> Corin, best of luck to you. Thanks for the time, and we look forward to seeing what you're able to accomplish this year. Thank you. There are no seniors this season on the talented Lady Vikings softball team. Among those counted on for junior leadership is power hitter Ellie Hershey. Getting really close. Uh, first pitch tomorrow night up at Parkersburg High School. Uh, you get your junior year, as I mentioned a moment ago, underway. I know you're excited about that. Yes, I am very excited. Um, I'm very excited to be with the group of people that I have, and I know that we're going to have a very successful season ahead of us. What did you draw from last year? You guys were just a heartbeat away from making it to the state tournament. Uh, you uh, were knocked off by the eventual state champion in, in Cabell Midland. Uh, what did you learn in that, and obviously, what did you use in the off season to to uh, you know stoke that fire? I guess maybe to to get yourself to be able to take that next step. Uh, personally, I feel like my hitting started to falter near the end of the season, so I really uh, worked on doing better with the hitting and making better contact and being smarter up there at bats. And I hope that other people also worked on their their things as well. You guys, uh, you know, you only lost two seniors, uh, really, but, uh, boy, did they provide a lot of leadership. And, uh, obviously, Chloe, what she did on the mound, and Grace mm -hmm. behind home plate. Uh, that'll be tough to replace, but I know you guys feel confident in what you have this year. Yeah, we are. We have lost a very uh, strong uh, 
catcher and pitcher, but we do believe that we can totally uh, fulfill those positions with uh, the leadership that we have to uh, fulfill and um, everything else as aspects around it. So with the hot start that you got off to last year, not just you individually, but the team as a whole, do you feel any pressure this year to duplicate that? Because it was really unprecedented the way balls were flying out of the park. And I think you guys were uh, 14 and two, I believe at one point, I mean, just a blazing start. Yeah. Um, I don't feel the pressure. I don't want to force that onto me or onto anybody. Cause usually when you force something, it usually doesn't happen. And if it happens, it happens. And that would, that would be great. I'd love to uh, add more to those numbers and maybe set a new record. Ellie, talk about this team. I mean, you don't have a senior on the roster. Uh, you got a lot of juniors, a lot of sophomores that will be playing and contributing this year. That's exciting. Uh, you know, you got this year and hopefully next year with this group uh, to do something really special. Yeah, we have a lot of strong uh, people uh, with us. Uh, and us juniors hope to fulfill the senior position, kind of not without being seniors. Um we hope that the next two years will also be very successful with what we have. Um, and our, our pitch, pitching will be really good as well in our hitting. What do you think will be the the main difference in this year's team and last year's team? I know Chloe uh, did the majority of the pitching. Will the pitching staff be a little more uh, of uh, a, a group getting it done, more by committee this year? Yeah, I definitely think it will be more diverse this year. How do you think that favors you? Just different looks for batters and, and uh, keeping uh, keeping girls and arms fresh as you get into the postseason? Yeah, it'll. we have lots of different speeds, lots of different spins coming in there. Um, and a lot of girls should maybe get be, be behind it or be ahead of it. Um, and I think we'll have less injuries this year as well. What's your favorite uh, part of the game? Do you like playing defense or do you like being at the plate? I like it all. I love it all. <laughs> Enjoy it. Uh, junior year begins tomorrow night, as we mentioned, up at Parkersburg. Uh, we're excited to uh, see what you guys are able to accomplish this year as hopefully you can make a run at the state title. Yep, us too. Remember, for all the news on the blue, go anywhere you can find podcasts, Search Viking 360, hit the subscribe button, and turn on your notifications.